May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. We're now at the beginning of March, but know since, the, since Christmas, we've been in a season of the church year called Epiphany. Epiphany means manifestation or, or revelation. The journey began with the wise ones, led by a star to Bethlehem where Jesus the Messiah was born. And then there was Jesus' baptism when the skies broke open and the Spirit of God settled upon him like a dove and God's voice rang out, much like in the text we just read, this is my son, you are my beloved, with you I am well pleased. And then we followed Jesus over weeks and then through, through, through February and now March in Galilee and across Judea as Jesus went from village to village and there were epiphanies through his preaching and his healings and his casting out bad demons. These were signs and wonders revealing in him the presence of God. Well, this week, we come to the most amazing epiphany yet. Jesus is transfigured before them. It's kind of hard to get our heads around this, 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 uh, this scripture because it really is sort of supernatural. Well, you know, last week we saw the great crowd Jesus, the church, gathered around Jesus on that broad and level plain. Well, this week we're on a mountaintop, and Jesus has gone up to pray. Peter, James, and John are with him, and he, he starts to glow. His face shines like the sun. His clothes turn brighter than bright can be. And then Moses and Elijah appear. These heroes of Israel's faith had long been gone, but here they were again. They stand there conversing with Jesus. Luke says they appeared in glory. Well, the disciples standing there getting splashed in all this glory, they aren't sure what to make of it all. But of course, it's, it's good. Here is definitely the manifestation of God in their midst. What to do? Well, Peter's sleepy, suddenly awake hunch is to try to preserve the moment. He says, Lord, it's good. This is wonderful. Let's stay here. Let's build shelters, one for each of you. But this was a teachable moment, a turning point in their following the Lord. From this point forward in Luke's telling of the gospel, Jesus turns more and more to Jerusalem and to his passion and glory to come. Here the Lord will have his disciples see this glory was for no keeping on a mountain. Here was glory so vast and alive, so powerful and free, it would ever extend beyond the reach of anyone's own handling. Here was God's glory in Christ to fill their lives forever. Here was God's glory in Christ to fill the entire world. But how would they see? Well, God sends a cloud, and the cloud overshadows them, and, and they're scared. But then they hear God's voice, and God says to them, Here's my son, the beloved. Listen to him. And the cloud goes away, and now they're alone with Jesus. And Luke says they were quiet. They still didn't really get it, this epiphany, this whole following Jesus thing, especially as it was now taking a new turn. 
But they were touched, and they would keep listening and keep following, for this was clear. As one meets Christ, one meets God's glory. And that is glory to fill your life in the fullness of God's grace forever. Today we give thanks for the glory of God made known to us in Jesus Christ. We give thanks for how that glory is made known among us as together we follow the Lord in faith. We behold his glory simply in our being the church, in our doing the things we do as church. We behold his glory in our reaching out to one another in in love and welcome. We behold his glory as we live out his word that it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from or what you've done. You are beloved in God's sight and you are welcome here. We behold Christ's glory in all our prayers and in in all our moves to grow more and more into his likeness. When God says, whom shall I send? We see, we behold his glory in every answer of here I am, Lord, send me. And today we behold the glory of God in seven young people ready to confess their faith in Jesus Christ. Charlotte, Hagen, Ethan, Catherine and Lillian, India and Eli. In their lives, they have been so blessed to know God's glory and love. They trust in God. They welcome the Lord. They discover their many talents and gifts they have to share They rise to assume a more active part in Christ's church. I just want to say to you guys, you've been a blessing in this world from the day you were born and even before. You are a blessing now as you are the church today. Some would say, they make the mistake of saying the church The children are the the church of tomorrow. No, you are the church of today. And my, I can't wait to see all the ways our good Lord will yet be glorified in your lives in all your days and years to come. Let's all give thanks this day. For we are God's blessed community. May God bring us together to love and serve in Jesus' name touched by his grace, led by his love. May we glorify him forever. Thanks be to God. Amen.